Listen to these words from 1 Peter chapter 2, starting in verse 8. To sum up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For you are called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. For the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is there to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled, but sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence. And keep a good conscience, so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better, if God should will it so, that you suffer for doing what is right, rather than for doing what is wrong. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. What an amazing passage of Scripture. And it's amazing, for, for one, because the Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Peter's pen, puts this concise, boiled down, straightforward statement of the facts of Good Friday in verse 18. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust so that he might bring us to God. What an amazing statement. But it's also amazing because of why he puts it here, which we'll come back to in a minute. Look at that statement. Look at verse 18. Look at the boiled down, concentrated, concise statement of the facts. For Christ also died for sins. He died. And we know that death is the penalty for sin. It's the only right and good penalty for sin. The wages of sin is death. This is what every sin deserves. Death. All of your so-called little sins, you know, your little white sins. 
your little white lies, your pride, your irritability, your anxiety, your envy, you know, those little white sins. Well, they're not white. They deserve death. Death. All the way up to genocide and rape and murder and everything in between. It all deserves death. You're sitting here right now by the absolute mercy of God because you deserve death. You deserve death even before you were born. Because we're sinners. Born that way. And so Christ, it says, died for sins. Because that's what sin deserves. The only right punishment for any sin, small or large, everything in between is death. Christ died for sins. And it says Christ died for sins once for all. This is not a statement of number of people, but of time. He died for sins once and for all. Finally, once it's done. This is why Jesus said on the cross, remember, it is finished. The world, the history of the world is not this endless wheel, this endless cycle going on and on pointlessly into the endless future. History has a point. It has a turning point and an end, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And this is the middle. This is the turning point of everything. He died for sins once for all, never to be done again. No need. Once for all. Every time you or I or anyone tries to add to that finality, we trample underfoot the blood of Jesus. Every time you cut yourself, you hear me? Every time you cut yourself, you're saying Jesus' blood was not enough. It's got to be more. He died for sins once for all. Christ died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust. A lot of us uh, have a highly developed sense of justice, <laughs> don't we? Oh, we know when we've been done wrong. 
We are very good at keeping a very precise record of wrongs against us. And we know when we've been done wrong. But the just one here isn't you. It's Jesus. The just, the good, the righteous, the pure, the spotless. Jesus, the just, died for you, the bad, the evil, the wicked, the impure, the unjust, the unrighteous. Christ died for sins once for all, the just, for the unjust. Who do we think we are? We are the unjust. Why did he do this? It says, Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust. Why? So that, so that he might bring us to God. God is the source of every good thing. He's the source of life. He is the Father of lights from whom every good gift comes. He's the source of mercy. He's the source of joy. He is the source of rightness, righteousness. But we come into this world because we are unjust, because we are sinners, we come into this world alienated from God, cut off from God. We come into this world hating God with irreconcilable differences. We hate Him. And so we are without God, we are without hope. Everything that is good is cut off from us because we're cut off from God. But Jesus died once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, so that he might reconcile us to God, make us his friend, his beloved so that he could bring us back to God. And this is wonderful, great news for us. There is no life, no hope, no mercy, no joy, no meaning, no purpose, apart from God. But Christ died for us so that he might bring us to God. Now, why did, why did Peter tell us this? What's the point? Does he tell us this? Does he give us this boiled down, concise, beautiful statement about the meaning of Good Friday, the meaning of the cross, to kindle warm feelings in us once a year? Here we are. 
warm feelings of devotion. Is that it? Remember what we've read. This comes at the end of something. Verse 18 comes at the end of a long, extended exhortation, right, to all kinds of things. And so this passage, this verse, verse 18, is given to us so that we would do something. So that we would do something. So that it's like a lever. He has given us this verse, 18, as a lever to get work done. It's the biggest lever in the universe. Christ died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. This is not a little nice wall plaque. This is a lever written by the Holy Spirit to get us to do something. Not just to feel warm, but to do something. What is it? Verse 8. Look at this. To sum up, all of you, be harmonious. Sympathetic. Brotherly. Kind-hearted. Humble in spirit. Why? Well, because... Christ died for sins once for all. The just for the unjust so that he might bring us to God. Oh, but you don't understand. You don't understand. I'm completely justified. They've insulted me. They've sinned against me with evil. He has sinned against me with evil. I know. They're unjust, just like you. What else do you think they would do to you? They're unjust, just like you. But what does he say? Not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. No, you don't understand. Yeah, I understand. Christ died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. But I'm right. No, you're not. You're unjust. For you are called to this very purpose, that you might inherit a blessing. For the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears... Attend to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And he says in verse 13, Who is there to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? 
No, you don't understand. No good deed goes unpunished. Every time I do something right, they mock me, they, they use me, they turn it around on me. When every time I forgive them, him, her, they use it as an excuse to do it again. I'm tired of this. But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you're blessed. And do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. But what? Sanctify Christ as Lord in your heart. Set apart Christ as Lord. Really, as Lord. Not as window dressing or fringe on the edge of your life, but as Lord. Set him apart as Lord in your heart, always being ready to make a, a defense, an answer, a reason, an explanation to everyone who asks you to give an account of the hope that's in you. What does that mean? How do they know that there's hope in you? Because they've insulted you and you didn't insult them back. Right? They were evil to you and you didn't sin against them back. That blows people's minds. How does this work? Wait a minute. I know what I just said to you. And you said, you know, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> they said, you're just a proud, self-righteous, hayseed, homophobic, intolerant, whatever, sanctimonious jerk. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. And I'm sorry. And God bless you. Now, you can say God bless you with a barb, and I'm not talking about the God bless you with a barb. You know what I'm saying? With the acid. God bless you. Wait a minute. What did you say? How can you say that? Well, because Christ died for sins. Once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. That's the reason. That's the defense. We are to do this with gentleness and reverence. And he says, and keep a good conscience, so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. For it's better, if God should will it so, that you suffer for doing what is right rather than for doing what is wrong. But wait a minute, that's not fair. What are you trying to say? That I should suffer for doing what's right? That's not fair. Yes, you're right. It's not fair. If you want fair, 
get up right now, leave here, and go follow Buddha. And let karma be your guide. Or get up here and follow Allah. If you want fair, go to hell. That's where you'll find fair. Because your sin deserves death. And if you want fairness to be the rule of your life, go to hell. That's where you'll find it. It's better if God should will it so that you suffer for doing what's right rather than for doing what's wrong. Why? For Christ died for sins. Christ died for sins. That's not fair. The just for the unjust. That's not fair. Is it? Isn't that wonderful? You don't want fair. You want Jesus, the just one, carrying your sins, suffering in your place as your substitute, dying in your place. Every time you're tempted to say, that's not fair, remember, Christ died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust. That's not fair. Praise God, that's not fair. And here I am with my list, my record of wrongs, my offended justice, and we sing about this cross, we, we, we pray, we sing, about the sacred head that was wounded, the one head that didn't deserve it. We sing about it, we, we contemplate it, and we'll walk out of here looking for our pound of flesh. The thing about this passage is it's infinitely scalable. Okay? So... Insult, injury, evil. That could be a dirty look. It could be the firing squad. The lions. And it works for everything. It's what Jesus did says over in chapter 2, when he was reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. This is what, this is the point of Good Friday. Not to kindle warm feelings, but to get us to work. And it's hard work. Really, really hard. It goes against everything in us. 
But this is why Jesus died. He bore in his own body your sins so that we would die to sin and live to righteousness. Let me end with this. Surely, there are some here who who have not been brought to God by Jesus. And you are still in your sins. And the way you know, you can know if you're in your sins is if you are in bondage to the gall of bitterness. And you live your life keeping a record of wrongs. And insisting on fairness. Of course, the only just one is you. Everyone else is wrong. Everyone else has wronged you. And you've put yourself at the center of the universe. And everyone must bow to and serve you. That's just what it means to be a sinner. That's how we all come into this world. Nothing special about that. But listen, Christ died for sins. Once for all, it's done. The just for the unjust, so that he might bring you to God. Do you want to be alienated from God? Cut off from hope and life, forgiveness? Come to him. Come to him. Willing, able, ready to save you. Come to him. I don't care if you've been baptized. That's great. I'm glad you've been baptized. Your baptism did not bring you to God. Come to Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, would you please subdue and kill in us our pride. Make us humble, sympathetic, tender-hearted, brotherly, kind. Let us not keep a record of wrongs. Let us not return tit for tat insult for insult, injury, evil for evil. Lord, let us bless instead. You have blessed us so powerfully, so deeply. Lord, have mercy. We do praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.